viewers and welcome to the price of fame my name is lunga chuka and i'll be your host so tonight's guest ladies and gentlemen has been acting since 2007 and has already racked up some goals in his career you probably recognize him from shows like uh benelanders uh broken vows um aaron's play sea of underland it's also um another cool show called villa rosa and also Said Wister, which he actually has been nominated for a Tempo Award for Best Male Actor on Screen. Also keep an, an eye out for our homeboy, for he will be making an appearance in South Africa's first Afrikaans Muslim film called Barakat. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the screen the very talented, the man who's got the punchlines in the acting industry. Make some noise and welcome to the screen. He go by the name of Danny Ross. Oh, well. Oh, well, well, well. How's what it, guys? Up? What up, what up? All right. Oh, well. Danny, how are you doing, Thanks my for having me, Lunga. Uh, it's a great pleasure. Thank you for agreeing to be a guest on the Price of Fame episode nine. And it's really, really a pleasure to have you. I mean, it's, it always feels so real, like seeing all these amazing people that we see on TV and now I'm like, I'm getting a chance to have a conversation with you. So, but I'm going to try and be professional. I'm trying to be professional because inside I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. well, first and foremost, um, I really need to thank you for actually being on the show because what the guests do not know is that Danny actually just came from set. He literally rapped from the one job and he went straight home and now he's ready to get into it again, you know, and be getting the best of him. So we truly appreciate you being here tonight. And we understand that this is also the price of fame, and eh? This is what we got to do, eh? We just got to do what we do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Thanks for having me, man. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So, um, Danny, you've been like a real good inspiration for us and we enjoy seeing you on screen and you've done some amazing things. And also, I'm sure you've done some things that we don't know of. Um, can you please tell us how has 2021 started for you? Oh, uh, beautiful, beautiful. My, uh, wife arrived. Um, and yeah, I think it's been, it's, it's been, it's been beautiful. Not only that, I got to work, so I'm really grateful for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very true, man, because I mean, I mean, like for myself, I could also say that um, 2020 is looking a lot better than 2020. Uh, sorry, 2021 is looking a lot better than 2020 because 2020 was mm -hmm. like complete, you know, everyone was just running around like headless chicken businesses are closing. Um, people are saying this industry is shutting down, that industry is shutting down, who's still hanging around. But like um, we've experienced some people in some industries still being surviving and like especially with acting as well. And for someone in your caliber, you know, someone, because some of us actors that only acting ads, we had to humble ourselves and sit at home. <laughs> and actors He's like the you. <laughs> the ads pay the bills. Yeah. Oh, Why they sit at home, you know? And then we just like, ah, we can't act in our ads, but like you were acting on the TV screen. So how did that affect oh. your for you? COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was I was not working. Yeah, like all of us, or oh, most of us, you know, um, yeah. because you know, on film sets, there's a lot of people. So yeah, it was just too risky. Uh, I mean, some of the soaps still ran, which was great, but 
as freelancers and um, I think live performances, especially, you know, um, in any genre. Uh, whew, it was crazy. But um, yeah, I think individually we all learned what we needed to learn, hopefully. Yes. Um, I think I just also I had to get to a point where I was like, what, what, what do I need to learn if, you know, uh, whatever this is now, yeah, because it was a first for us all, you know. Yeah. But I just had to personally just go, like, just sit and be quiet, yeah, because of so much noise, <laughs> so much background noise, you know. That is such a, a powerful thing, actually, that you just mentioned now, you know, because um, the whole thing of like, what do I need to learn, or what am I learning from this, you know. It's, it shows that you are someone who doesn't take things personal. You know, when things happen, you actually just sit back and you assess and be like, okay, what is actually going on? What is actually going on here before I react? No, you're wrong. Yeah. If you nah, act, you're just wrong. Sorry? Sometimes I take, I take things personal. I'm a, you know, we, we're very sensitive beings. <laughs> so, well, I mean, like in, 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 in last year's case of COVID, you know, it was like, we all sat and we like, okay, uh, there's nothing that we can do, you know, um, what does this mean? You know, what does this time mean to us? And a lot of us started to um, reassess or reevaluate our priorities. A lot of us reconnected with family and close loved ones and just reassess and just look at yourself and be like, how do I actually want to move forward? How does this affect me in that way? So, I mean, like in that sense, you, you, you took a step back, you know, and you were like, okay, what did I, what am I learning from this? What do I need to do now? Because this is new and it's hit all of us and we can't control it. But how do I adapt? What do I learn? What message do I take out of this, you know? So that is pretty cool because um, that, that's like a message and that's something that we should. And it's also true that you said that we always, I mean, we're emotional beings. So we react first, you know? If something happens, we yeah. react first. We think of, we will think about it. Then afterwards we'll see, oh, okay, okay, this phase there, it was maybe just a phase or this one did this, or maybe I was just, it was just a mood, you know? So we, we take things on and we get affected, but it's important not to get stuck there and always see like, what do we learn from it? Because I believe everything in life is a lesson, you know, good or bad. So I like that you mentioned, uh, I, I like that you mentioned that part of like, what do we learn? What do I, whatever I learned about this whole thing, you know? And because, because you still have people stuck. Yeah, because, well, I think we all have our journeys, you know. But I mean, even with the loss of, of close uh, family members, you know, and friends and just people close to us in that time. I mean, that was also something else that because first, I mean, it was like we, we just heard about it on the news and then it just started yeah. coming closer and closer. Mm. closer death you know so whew. yeah but i think from my past um not past experiences but what i've learned up until now is with everything is to always remember to pause and reflect yes. you know because there's so much happening that we forget just to pause and reflect and then just come back to present you know yeah, otherwise, uh, whew, we can get uh, depressed and, and anxiety and all those things, you know, because, yeah, we, um, yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no, that's 
That is true. That is true. You don't have to brush it off because that is so true. I mean, to be honest, and I'm going to be honest with you now, not too long ago, I had my bit of my, my, my dip, you know, and I was like, it was like questioning everything, you know, and like the strange thing is a lot of viewers were probably because they see you so amazing and they're always seeing you doing your best, you know, so they think that everything's probably going cool for you, but they forget that we also have our moments, you know, we also have uh, moments we don't want to speak to, we don't want to do anything really, you know, um, like you'll see sometimes the females remove their profile pic, you know, it's like you want to just remove your profile yourself. But <laughs> and that's important. Of, yeah. So yeah, you know, because yeah, because especially like as 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 artists and as freelancers, you know, it, uh, there's uh, a lot of time that we just sit at home, <laughs> and you got to be creative. But now we were sitting at home, and everything else was closed, and it is like, it forced uh, well, it forced me to also become more creative. So I'm yeah, you know. So I'm grateful I mean, for that. Like, um, I've, I'm not going to quote anything now because I also just heard it. But I've heard like throughout lockdown, you know, it's drove, the depression was so real that it actually drove some people to suicide, you know. So that was also part of the death count of what was happening, you know, uh, related to Corona. So it, yeah. it was a really, 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 really tough time. And it's not to be taken lightly, you know, for us to be like, yeah, you know, we, you know, we just got to look on the bright side no it's not something like that you know it was really really hectic all right so yeah, let's talking about yeah sorry cool yeah i was just saying like yeah um suicide thing i experienced one of my friends that became a very close friend um yeah in february that committed mm. suicide it was like first time for me dealing with that uh, yeah Oof. yeah I'm sorry about that man Real. yeah oh, yeah thanks Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, like honestly, suicide is like a real, real thing. I mean, I've always heard about it and I've read about it, you know, and I've always tried to understand the case studies and, and the symptoms and all of those. But there was actually one episode in my life. Um, I used to work for a youth, a youth development agency called Spades. I used to work in schools and doing like the education hey. Spades. Okay. okay. So, um, it, it, and I remember we were at the office one time. And then the neighbor just came over and she started shouting frantically, help, help, my son is hanging. And we're like, what? And then we ran over next door and then the homie was actually hanging, you know, he was hanging from, I don't know, you know, the, yeah. the, the extension cable. He actually hung himself yeah. and that he left like a thing, like a book open on his bed and everything. And for me, experiencing that, even though I didn't know the guy, you know, experiencing that gave me, just put me in a different perspective, you know, I was a bit of shock. And I know it, it must have been really hard for you because you actually, it was your close friend, like you say, you know. So that was oh, also yeah. a very hard thing, you know. And it affects us. I mean, it affected you. I'm sure it affected you. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even put anything up on social media since it happened because it's almost like I'm going to make it real. You yeah. know, I make post about it. Um, and I was just like, no, I need to just deal with this. In, whatever capacity I can. Luckily, I, I am blessed with a lot of support. Um, and um, yeah, my wife supported me. And I just, it was that thing again of like, because you would want to try and find the answers, you mm. know, as to 
Yes. Why? And personally, myself being very close to that couple of times, you know, like um, almost like meditating already on the idea of that, you know, because uh, you, you cannot judge you. You cannot judge that situation. And yes. I just felt like I can't I can't say anything about it because um, I'm just going to experience him in in the supernatural if you want to call it that yes. you know what i mean yes because um yeah with the loss that i've had like with my father my stepfather last year it was very important for me to um accept that he's also my friends also become um he's also in the other realm now and we you know it's it's possible to tap in the um, from my journey, you know, of, of, yeah, of doing, being able to, to experience that. And, yeah. uh, I, I appreciate those moments, the dreams, the experiencing the feeling. Yeah. I will. Wow. That is really beautiful, man. And I'm, I'm so proud of you and so happy that you like through all of this, all of this, like, it sounds like a lot, you know, but you still push through, you know, and you still, and like I said, you came from the screen today. You're still doing your thing. You're still making people happy, you know, and, and these are really I'm difficult. Too. And these are really no difficult. I mean, no like, in your own opinion, because um, I'm going to be honest with you, I've also had, like, those dips and those thoughts, you know, and it's crossed my mind too. like, what if I wasn't here, you know, with, with how would yeah. things be? you know you start to look at things like that but obviously you you just brush it away at some point um can you explain to us in your own opinion what is it that brings someone to that point you know of feeling that way because sometimes we can be sometimes it's because it's mostly an, like an internal thing because we could be happy with our friends we could do our job we could like a lot of people won't be able to pick up and tell because we can do all those other things well because maybe the problem doesn't lie in all of those other things so what is it yeah. that you think that builds up inside that brings you to that kind of dark room? I think, yo, I can only speak for myself there. And I think everyone's experience with that is, is different of getting there, you know. Um, and uh, I think for me, it was just a, uh, it was a search, a long search for identity. And yes. until I realized that's also just a, thing you know but we humans so things get passed on you know what i mean yes. and um, it's not always to say that someone is sad because what the media also made it out to be is that uh, he was depressed you know mm. in the sense of like um yeah it was they made their own story but some people, one of my friends also said to me one day, you know what, Danny, sometimes people are just so sad for the state of the world, you know? Oh. And I get, and, and I, it's like, I had to get to a point where I had to tell myself, I can't help everybody, you know? Yes. I can't, it's impossible. And then getting into this career and having more people reach out was like it makes you or for me it was like I, I felt like ah, I can't help uh, there's nothing I can 
really do right now, you know? Yes. And just in general, like seeing how uh, the life some people uh, have to live and having yeah. come from that, having to survive and, and mm. you know, and being able to survive, but still seeing um, how unfair the system is. Oh, um, yes. It just, it can make you so fucking sad that you just don't want to be here. So that's also my experience with that. It's like, ah, this is too much. What, you know? Yeah. And then I had to learn, to, like, you can only help uh, those that you can. And then I started with the people around me, my immediate people, instead of reaching, because I was trying to reach out too much, you know? But the immediate relationships around me wasn't solid because I was not really also focusing there you know and if i make yeah. sure yeah, yeah make sure the people around you are okay and they're good and you really tap into what their energy is and what they're feeling then yeah. you create a more uh in the present kind of moment and true yeah. moment and just just in uh, instead of like just hi how are you doing cool you good cool you know but really taking that moment to look into the person's eyes and like really yeah, because that's what the COVID is also like messed that up for us. You know what I mean? Um, that instant connection because we need that. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, we need community. Like, I'm so glad. Like, I was literally getting goosebumps. I don't. I don't know if you can. No, I probably can't see it. <laughs> Come on, goosebumps now! <laughs> no! I was literally getting. <laughs> I was literally getting goosebumps when you were speaking about that because that is so true. And that is also, like you say, it could be one of the reasons why it could make you be in that dark room, you know, not necessarily because you're abused or you're depressed or whatever, but as an empath, if I should use the correct term, as an empath, we, we take in these emotions, you know, we, 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 we get affected by what's happening around us, you know, we can't just be like, oh, okay, that's happening there. Oh, okay. Oh, Manenberg, oh, bombs going down. Oh, okay. I'm glad I'm living around the bush. We can't take it like that. We can't just sit. And I had that moment where I was like, I, I even broke down and I was like, because I want to do so much. I want to use my art, you know, I want to use my art and I want to do so much and I want to give back to charity. And like you're saying, coming from a place where you see people are struggling, if you also struggled, you know what they need and you just so badly want to give them what they need. But it's so hard because you're one person, you know, you feel like you're one person yeah. and then you watch the news and then oh, you know, I, don't, I don't watch the news anymore, my brother. It's, it's just bad. It's just yes, bad. For years exactly. now, it's just it's not. So the news is what <laughs> feel like that because now I'm seeing people being beaten up by cops and all of that and people protesting and they, they're living under like uh, like heavy oppression and you're hearing that there's still slavery in Libya. I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and what really, really got to me and really broke me down, I remember watching a clip. I think it was a clip that was going around what was happening in Syria with all the bombings and all that stuff. And it's it's a very oh you need to like you need to really have a backbone for this clip because in this clip they're showing kids crying over their parents' dead bodies, a kid, two boys, little boys crying over like the the parents and saying daddy please wake up please wake up you know and and it's really really sad and to see people walking out with 
out of dirt, you know, from an explosion that just happened maybe at the school or hospital, that really, really got to me. And that can really make you feel like, what am I doing in here? And okay, what, what difference can I yeah, make? I just what I have, you know, kind of a yeah. feel like, yeah. What's the point of this? Oh, it's too much. It's really too much. And it can really break. And you find yourself crying for people and places you don't mm. even know. You haven't even met. And it really can drain your energy. And I'm glad that you brought that because, I mean, wow, that is truly, um, truly also another thing that can really weigh the soul heavy, you know, and can also bring you to yeah, a point of problem. Yeah, because we're all connected by, by spirit as well. That's why we feel that, you know, so it doesn't matter where it happens in the world. It's like, mm. suddenly, it, if it doesn't affect you, then I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah we are all connected by uh, an energy and yeah. that's why we feel it do you believe that you sent here to do good in the world to to uplift to is, do you think the reason why you see these things the reason why you can see it and you're literally affected by it do you think that your existence in the world is to maybe i don't know send a message or you be that beacon of light against that with your art and your message do you feel like you probably that's part of your journey um i don't know i'm just uh trying to take it day by day my bro like and not trying to get to an answer you mm. know um but I'm just going to do while I'm here, speak my truth. Yes. Um, that's all I have, my truth and my word, you know. And I'm I'm still growing. Like, I'm not perfect at all. Yes. I'm far from it, my bro. But yeah. the people around me love me so much that um, it makes me... Yeah, it's a journey because I have to get to the place of of also feeling that I'm enough, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's another journey to get to there. But I try to to just I, I just try to be present every day and just uh, spread love. Yeah. Really, just emanate that, you know, because it's a language we all speak. Yes. So. And tap into that all the time and all the levels and wherever. Yes. Yeah, that's an to aware. And be, it doesn't mean like everyone's gonna um, like you or whatever, because, you know, like they say, um, when you speak the truth, you lose some people. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good <old. laughs> If I'm at peace and, and uh, I'm happy with my truth, which I'm still discovering, then that's what I'm going to do. That's the message. Yeah. That's a beautiful journey, brother. The best journey you could ever take is discovering who you are, what your powers are, what your strengths and weaknesses are, what could you offer, mm. you know? And, and it brings, back, brings me back to what you said. When all of that gets so overwhelming, all of the things that's going around in the world and all of that stuff, you actually just have to, what, what helped me 
Um, is a voice inside told me that focus on those that you can influence, those that you are reachable, those that you can, they are seeing you right now, you know, and you said that um, you, you had to focus on what you can do, not the stuff that you can't do, because yeah. the stuff that you can't do is the stuff that's getting to us, you know. Um, we can't yeah. stop the things that are killing. We can't stop the bombs and all of those things, but we can stop ourselves right. from assuming it and we can focus on for example, the kids in the street that smile, we can do a lot better for them. Those who are watching us on TV, we can do a lot better for them. So I salute you. And I actually see you as a very, very, very powerful being. I mean, to be speaking about these things, you know, I could dive into a different kind of conversation you now where we're talking about uh, higher self and star seeds and all of that, you know. <laughs> 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 but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how comfortable you are with the, all of that stuff. So let's not go too far into that. We don't want to lose. No, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very comfortable with those kind of things because, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just growing as well as you, and I just recognize uh, the, if we want to say the God in you as well. Yes. you know, and it's, it's all about your. Yeah, it's about your energy that you're giving. And uh, I mean, there's good in the world as well. It's not only bad, you know, yeah. it's the yin yang. And I try to, yeah, if, if, if the energy is not right for me, I'm, yeah, I'm going to protect my energy. And if the energy is good, I'm going to open up, you know, because you also got to protect yourself. Oh, yeah. True. Oh, <laughs> very true. Very true. Because we, we, we take, mm -hmm. I mean, we just as much as we give out, we also receive. So that's why we can feel yeah. like, oh, this place is energy or this person is not right for me because we're receiving mm. the energy, you know? So we need to protect our energy and that's very true. And a lot of us actually hang around people that we don't have to hang around, hang around in places that we're not supposed to be in and we don't understand that it's actually bad for our energy. We find ourselves mm. maybe moody or drained, all of those things and not knowing it's a person or it's a place like that. So they don't know that they have to protect the energy. And that's like you're saying, when you speak your truth, you start to lose people because then you start to sift out what doesn't really mean, who's not meant for you and what's not meant for you as well. Oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah, this is amazing. I'm having fun with you. Listen, man, apart from the show, we need to stay close. We need to stay in contact because um, there's some amazing things that I really want to do in terms of giving back and all of that. And I, I see your heart and I know your heart and I know you would love to be part of those kind of things, you know, working with kids and oh, yeah. them. So um, let's be, let's stay close. Let's stay close and make things happen, brother. Okay. Cool. Promise? That. Promise. <laughs> you might be front of all the viewers. People just saw me. See you guys. <laughs> all right, Danny, let's get into mm. your career. All right, so like we like the reason why you are here, like we, we really love and like I said, you've been doing some amazing things. I thought you're doing that TikTok challenge now that change outfit. I'm clear. I thought it was not so clear. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I keep seeing that TikTok challenge, like I thought you're gonna change now into a suit or something. <laughs> All right, Danny. So um Let's talk a little bit about your acting. So take us back okay. to the very first moment when you realized like, hey, I want to be an actor, you know? And like I said, I mentioned that you started acting from 2007, but like what I know the bug, but you're a lot sooner than that, you know? I mean, I mean, even if it's 
When was the first time you looked in the mirror and you used to do, or did you do school plays? When was it the first time you experienced acting and you're like, this is what I want to be and this is who I am? Well, there was the, I think there was the unconscious um, decision that I made and then the conscious decision. Because the conscious decision was when I decided in matric that uh, I want to, I think I want to study whatever it is to become an actor, you know. Um, and if I look back now, the unconsciousness of it happened when I was a kid and I used to stand on the, my uncle and them used to come visit and I would read the Bible or just imitate what my uncle used to do as a pastor, you know. And then eventually, um, I think in high school, with it, uh, I started enjoying um, um, whenever there was a show when I could be involved. Um, yeah, when you do oral in class, you know, uh, oral speeches. And then uh, I found out that I, I, I'm, I'm liking this, you know. But it didn't click then. It was only in the trip, I think, when I decided and sat my uh, mom and my stepfather down and said, listen, I think I want to study this thing, you know. And they were like, okay, but if you're going to do that, you're going to be on your own because... I'm from a small town, so it was it was difficult. No one in the family uh, did it at the time, so there yeah. was no reference. It was just like yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I think it was matric, and then having to make that decision to do it, and working a couple of jobs just to travel in and out of Cape Town from Worcester, you know. Shout out Vuvu, um, <laughs> you know taking a train for one day <laughs> and having to come back again because the train is the only thing I could afford and working on the weekend, two jobs, to just take a taxi in to go, you know. Um, that, yeah, that for me was like, I want to, I really want to do this thing. There was something that it gave me that nothing else at the time could. And you know? you're willing Oh. The sacrifice of traveling and doing and even being the first person in the family, you know, and being like, you know what, even though there's no one who actually paved the way, I think I'm going to be that guy, you know, and I'm going to do whatever it takes. And wow, that's really yeah. awesome, man. It was that fire, man, that fire that we all have that's burning that I just said, okay, cool. I'm just going to take this risk and, and do it with whatever challenges came. And away oh, yeah, I am today doing an interview with you. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that is awesome for me, trust me. <laughs> um, do you have any yeah. siblings? Do you have any brothers and sisters yeah. also? Cool. I have a brother and three sisters. Oh, yeah. we five children. Oh, yeah. What are they into? <laughs> Seeing that you're into acting, I want to hear how far on the other side they are in terms of the... Some of them, they're working uh, a nine to five, uh, teacher. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and my other sisters, masseuse, and my younger sister, she works at a bank, uh, but also studied. Or uh, yeah, aware. So yeah, everyone's doing their own thing. Yeah. <laughs> look at you. I mean. I mean, amongst your siblings, do you ever like um, guys like tease each other and maybe look at yourself and be like, you know what? I was the bravest one out of you guys. You know, I did something completely 
they're like different, you know. I thought I like I went with myself, you know, and you guys went to go look for a normal yeah. job. And I was like, I put myself. No, I, I think no. We've we've just supported each other with whatever the other one is doing, you know. And I needed that support at the time because yeah, I was doing something that no one in the family did. So yeah, yeah aware. <laughs> awesome. And how's your community, you know? How was your community about your, your acting and everything? Were they very supportive for, or from the beginning, from the word go? Or did they have to yeah. come around yeah. only afterwards? They saw like, oh, he's on TV. Woohoo! I blame it awesome. No, I think the beautiful thing about small communities is that they support you, you know? Lovely. And um, that for me was, was beautiful. It felt good. I mean, they supported obviously when the career started and they started seeing me, but it's the before that that was the most important while wow, you're trying to do it, you know. Um, yeah, yeah so like we said, the people around you, you know, that you fall back on safely. Um, that's the support, really important. In your journey, you know trying to do your thing and like making a name for yourself. Did you, what were your challenges like? Was, were, were like, did you live in a community where it was um, a lot of gangsterism and all of those things? Or did you just have other challenges in terms of like trying to like break in into the industry, trying to make friends, trying to keep the momentum going? What were your challenges like? Um, yeah, definitely grew up around that. Um, gangsterism, drugs, all of that. Uh, I think now I realize that uh, the fact that we lived a bit far out of the town itself, you know, uh, helped that I wasn't on a daily where I am, where I was were on the weekends. Because okay. in the weekend, I was walking everywhere with everyone in all the places you shouldn't be, you know. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, I, I realized it like a couple of years ago, but the, the, the thing that saved me is what that we lived a bit far out, you know, not that I didn't get into trouble. I did. There were fights. There were drugs. There were uh, gangsterism. There was like, and growing up also like um, as a teenager and as a, uh, yeah, kid without uh, my own father, he was there, but we didn't have a relationship. You know, it, um, yeah, those things are very intriguing when you have, when you feel like you have a brotherhood around mm -hmm. you, you know, that will fight for you physically. <laughs> um, and I think a praying mother and grandmother um, at the time really, yeah, because yeah, I mean, suicide was alive then as well. So, yeah. uh, for me, at like at that age, uh, I think it was like 14, 15, yeah, where I stood at a road and then I thought, what if I just jump in front of this truck? <laughs> you know? And yeah, so that support was important of the, yeah. The That's amazing. And I'm glad you actually also you 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 highlighted the the brotherhood factor of the whole thing, because people like to yeah. think that ah 
you want to be a gangster because you're a scully, you just want to be bad and all these things. And they not don't realize sometimes that um, it's vulnerable kids who've also fallen yes. into these things. Not only the naughty kids who want to do nonsense and who want to sell drugs and who look up the back. Sometimes it's vulnerable kids who's looking for some sense of belonging. And this is what I learned also late in my life, that um, that some of these, these kids that fall into these things are also just, sometimes they just want to help their mother out, you know? They just want to help with money. So yeah. they try, well, so they come in with a little bit of things like, I'll clean the guns, you know, and whatever. And then yeah. they use, that strong word that you use, brotherhood, they show you, they make you feel like we'll take care of you. We'll, they, they, make, they make you feel like no worries in the world. No one cares about you, but we care about you and all of those things. You know, and they can get into someone's mind who's actually very, very vulnerable, you know. And yeah. that's how you slowly find yourself. And the next thing you know, down the line, I mean, you've committed so many things, you know, and you're like, wow, how do I get out of this? This is not truly me, you know. This is how I felt a couple of years back, but now that I've experienced and I've grown in life, I actually don't want to be part of this anymore, And but I'm so stuck now. So a lot of them actually have these thoughts, you know. So I'm glad that you actually brought up the whole brotherhood thing because sometimes we join, young boys join these crews because they're looking for something, you know, and they find it maybe in there. Yeah. And it's not that it's only with gangsterism. It's just a some sense of belonging so if we had like a more positive click there like for example a click of boys that play soccer or a click of boys that are into this or that i'm sure you would attach to that as well yeah oh yeah that is that is so true man and so powerful wow i feel like this is this is i feel like this is one of my favorite interviews <laughs> yeah. I, I love oh, yeah. i love how it is, you know, and I love how we 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 be speaking about the real topics, you know, and I mean, you, you're not shy to go into it, you know, and you're really opening it up because these are the real things and our people are facing these challenges even today as we speak, you know, oh, even yeah. it's not, ah, this is what I went through. We still have to keep ourselves strong. We still have to protect our energy. We still have to remind ourselves that we are enough and we are validated, you know, so... Thank you so much for, 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 for taking us that route, you know? All right, oh, so... Man, uh, <laughs> did you want to say something? No, I was saying I was just I have to speak for, for, for the brotherhood as well uh, that I have now, you know, especially for uh, in these times, not only in these times, but just for men. There's a lot of men that sit with a lot of things um, and you have to put up this thought that you, you know, and just be strong. And I've had to learn to break, to, to, to allow myself to, yeah. I had to learn to allow myself to feel it and not get upset, but to cry about something, you know, really? because you just, yeah. So for the men out there as well that, uh, yeah, we need to speak. We need, and I'm grateful for like, uh, this industry has taught me that really. Um, when I got into the industry, I was around people that had habits that came from uh, rehab that, you know, and just sitting with them and sharing with their stories, I, I could also open up. Yeah. Um, so I was grateful that, like, we could just be people with our fucked upness and be accepted. Yeah. <laughs> like, my man, you don't even realize tonight, I'm sure there are some men that are being inspired by you right now. And I mean, 
you you like the fact that we are just easily speaking about it you know and they and like like what we said people go through the same things and especially men like a lot of us men we mask our emotions you know we mask certain emotions that is not right we are emotional beings and we're supposed to experience all of them and express all of them not only happiness and strength and then subside sadness and subside certain things and subside love you know because all of it we, all of it just as much as you laugh you should be crying as much as you're happy you should also embrace sadness and all of those yeah. things because of these these are feelings and it's very difficult for some men who are under the impression that showing that kind of emotion makes you seem weak or makes you seem oh, well. like backbone or makes you seem like, or we don't want to show it in front of people because we feel like they're not going to respect us anymore, certain way. And that is complete BS. Like you said, guys, if you're out there and you ever feel like things are difficult, even if you have to talk to me or Danny, I'll let your boys. <laughs> but allow yourself cry allow yourself to be sad of all of that stuff just don't get stuck but allow yourself to feel it allow yourself to let go and allow yourself to share please share with us the danny if you know of any support places where these men could possibly go like you said you've had this experience so guys are just being themselves or whatever if there are any other people who are could could look for a place like that do you know of any places where they could possibly go to find that I kind do. of brother Nah, I don't personally know of places. I I've just found it uh, around me when I like uh, I started my healing process, you know, and found that other people are also trying to find that healing process, but um, and just to feel safe, man. Because yeah. some people tend also like they, you know, they there, but they're not really invested uh, or. Uh, yeah, so it's just about connecting with that truth, and yeah. oh, uh, <laughs> I guess I guess it boils down to you know where people say find your tribe, you know find your people, find like-minded people, surround yourself with people who are like you, you know people who speak what like you speak, people who inspire you, people that make you feel like oh I need to be a bit more wiser, you know, and that's where you find a tribe, and it's within that tribe I guess that's where you find your brotherhood, and that's where you find your support, you know. So oh, I, I, I'm assessing your circle. You know, should say that. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so, all right. So like with with your experience of acting in, um, I'm I'm sure you've acted in Joburg as well, and and Cape Town. Oh. Yeah. So as an actor, please, because mm. artists are always talking about Cape Town, this, Joburg, that, blah, 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 talent from Cape Town, but then they work in Joburg. Joburg is more serious. Yeah. Cape Town is abhat. Please, in your own opinion and in your experience, what is the difference between Cape Town and Joburg, whether it's fans or the industry? What's the difference? My experience is um, I started out in Joburg, actually in Durban and then Joburg, but I was there. Right? And then coming back, I've, I've been between the cities like I think three or four, yeah, four or five times. Um, the last time I came back, um, I when I was in Joburg, people say like, oh, Cape Town people are slow, they chill, they lay back. And I was like, no, it's not until I came back and I was like, actually, I can, yeah. And some people say it's because we have a beach. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's, 
I think. <laughs> <laughs> but that's crazy. There's, there is a, a, a energy, I think, that's different, uh, yeah. which I bought to. Um, and then I also had to come to the point of uh, understanding that I had to listen to where I needed to be. Because I used to follow the work, you know. Yes. Then I moved to Joburg and I, okay, packing up everything, we're going. I come back to Cape Town, pack up everything, and come back. Um, because I was following the work and the seasons and all of that, you know. Yeah. Um, but until I go to learn to just like, uh, dude, what must be, will be what is yours is yours, wherever you are. And that's when I was like, where do I really want to be in 2018? Because I haven't been working that time for like eight months. Um, I had very little savings and I came back and I was like, okay, I want to be in Cape Town. So I came back and I had to sleep on a couch again, 2018, 2019 because I didn't have enough savings for an estate agent to go, um, uh, you know, we approve your flat and I didn't have an income for the past eight to 10 months, you know, yeah. so there's no monthly income and they look at all of those things. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, because to, like you say, 2018, you weren't doing that much work. 2019 yeah. was still a bit of like, you know, a bit of still crawling and like getting through it. And then Corona hits straight after that. Damn, yeah. that must be like a couple of punches coming your way, eh? So, like, and then, uh, like you said, like, obviously things are picking up now in oh, 2021. Yeah. So, yeah, man. And I'm happy. I'm happy that you, you, you're back on the ball. I mean, I mean, even today. You had to rush from a gig to get here, you know. So I'm happy to see that you're back on the ball again and your thing. And I definitely have a lot more new respect for you now that I know a true more side of you, you know. So when I watch you on TV now, I'm gonna look at you a lot more differently, you know. Like you, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> because like I've learned so much about you today, you know. And I, and I'm sure. A lot of people feel that way too, you know. That's why I, I I feel that it's important for us to share the price of fame so that we we tell we show people that we are real. We we we, we feel like you feel, you know. We go through what yeah. you go through through our stories. I'm sure we inspire them because they're like, if Danny can get up and he can do his thing and be so amazing, and I'm you know complaining about my story, like wow, that man is strong. I should be doing something, you know. I owe it to myself because if Danny had to hear me, he would have probably smacked me, you know. So yeah, I, I love, I love that you you, you shared the story like that, my brother. Yeah. So yeah, and then when I came back to Cape Town, it was like a hustle, and luckily, and it's about the connect the the connections that we have with people. Because if it wasn't for this friend of mine that worked at an estate agent, I wouldn't have been able to get a accommodation, a flat for myself, you know. Uh, because I had no money and I eventually got the flat and then it was also like I, I don't have an income now so what do you what do you do but eventually yeah it, it, when I look back at it I'll do it over again yeah. I would you know because I survived and still yeah aware <laughs> yeah maybe maybe minus the corona maybe minus the corona but we'll do it all again <laughs> All right. So, who are some of 
your favorite actors that you would be like, yo, I would love to be in a movie with this person. Like, for example, like I look up to Denzel Washington and uh, Will Smith and a lot of action star haters. Who do you feel like I would love to be in a movie with this person? Who do you really, who really inspires you for when it comes to acting? Yo, my bro, um, there's so many new people like coming up local and international, you know, and um, back in the day when I just got into it, I was like a big fan of Al Pacino and Johnny Depp. Um, yes. I loved what Al Pacino did with his energy and Johnny Depp's versatility, you know, for me it was yeah. like, this is, this is cool, you know. But since then, I mean, there's so many people. I, I just want to work with people that's, um, that's telling the truth. You know oh. what I mean? Yeah, that that's really doing this to tell the story, whether it's local or international. <laughs> <laughs> ding ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what it is about for me. I don't have any people on my list now. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, whoever is telling the story truthfully, I want to work with you. I will. Awesome. Did you have any mentors along your way that, that's guided you in the industry with your talent and your craft or whatever? Um, I learned that at some point I had to make everything my mentor, whether it was uh, nature or whoever it is you know what i mean because like i said uh, there was no one in the family that did this so no one could guide me so i had to find like my own way of what do i do now who do i who do i email who do i reach out to who do i um because no one could tell me because uh, in our family there's a lot of uh, a lot of them that work uh, in the government so it was very easy you know to like just put your cv in there and you know, we'll try and make a way for you there. Um, and my, oh, my trick, I don't know how I pass with trick, my bro. I still have nightmares of not passing with trick. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I had, <laughs> oh, yeah. So I had to eventually make everything my mentor. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. Whether it's spending time with my nephews and nieces, whether it's nature, whether it's a stranger, uh, yeah, I had to make that my mentor and to see that uh, it's all around. Our, of very much awakened present being, honestly, honestly. I try like, to, my bro. Sorry. I try to. <laughs> I'm no, just honestly, trying to being. <laughs> no, honestly. Bro, like, like I see you, like, and, and I know those who know um light and you know light workers can see it like this bra is like amazing. But you're so chilled. You like just like yeah, you know, and I'm um, just here, yeah, just look at the man. <laughs> uh, just look at the I'm like, bra, you're like dropping bombs here, you know. <laughs> I mean, those who know know that yeah, this one is a special thing. I mean, really, 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 and you're just playing it so oh. chill. Honestly, like you have so much potential. I'm looking forward to like getting to know you more and also just doing some things with you know where we can help a lot of people and do more yeah. real and tell real stories, you know. So I'm truly looking forward to all of that. 
Um, oh, we are running out of time, and yeah, I'll, it's, it's so really? lucky I've come to your house there <laughs> and just talk some more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe you can share some of your drink here because my <laughs> uh, I'm, water. I'm <laughs> it's water, yes, yeah. Yes, <laughs> at night we have iced tea to calm the nerves. <laughs> In a whiskey <laughs> uh, All right, Danny. Um, like I said, this has been such a really good conversation. And wow, man, I'm so happy that you took it there. You know, I'm really, really happy. There's been lots of growth and lots of realness in this. And we're getting to the end of this whole conversation, which is really sad for me because there's just so much oh, I want to, you know, from you. But like I said, I could tell just by our conversation that you're an amazing being. You have a huge light and your heart is big, you know, and I, and I, I really want to do some things with you, you know, but <clears throat> when we're in a better place, I will hit you up and then we can make things happen. Uh, right. But right now, I want to take you into my time machine, right? And we're going to oh. turn the clock all the way back to the very, very young Danny. The one who was okay. maybe still eating like the 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 the, the, the orals and stuff like that, you know, who's still figuring it out and being like when you're still thinking, is this something I want to do? Now walking the journey that you walked, what piece of advice would you give back to the younger you if you had a moment to speak to him? Mm. Yo, that keeps changing, like, and I've come <laughs> to the point where I was like, I don't know what I would. I don't really know what I would say because as I'm learning things, I'd be like, if I did that earlier, you know, I think, uh, uh, yo, I don't know. But just to, I think for now, and this is not my final answer, <laughs> but to, to take more risks and um, just, to express myself in any which way I want to. Yes. And not care about the opinions of, yes. you know, because I just want to be free from that. You know what I mean? Uh, because we're in an industry where there's so many opinions about your work and who you are as a person and who they think you are as a mm. person. So I would just, uh, I would have liked to get this point where I am now sooner. So mm. by taking those risks and, and just tapping into more like stillness. I yes. will. Danny. <laughs> My brother. Bro, I love you, bro. You are amazing. And uh, you inspired me tonight. And I'm sure you inspired so many other people like, wow. Usually after my phone calls, uh, I have a call with my producer and we're like, oh my word, I know for a fact we're going to have one of, oh my word, <laughs> moments again. Yeah. And wow, like honestly, you, you're so big. You are so big and I'm talking about your energy and your love and just your presence and everything. And it's so cool how you play it so chilled. So one love, brother, one love. I love you. And I'm so looking forward to so much more that you're going to be doing. And I really want to be part of your journey in some, in a chapter somewhere there, you know, because I really feel like, oh. like us should be together and work together and come and do what we want to do, you know, and help and inspire those. We are the answer to those people that are crying and that need the help, you know? So I yeah. love that about you. And I really do. 
Thank you for coming on the show, man. Is there anything else you want to say? Thank you, my brother. I love you. I want to say I love you too. Um, it's a weird meeting like this, but the energy is there. I can feel you. Uh, thank you for what you are doing, and thank you for telling the truth about um, the price of fame. You know, yes. so yes. thanks for what you're doing. I really I appreciate it. It's always nice to do an interview where um, it's not generic. <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? So, so thank you. Thank you for. <laughs> so yeah, for your truth. Uh, much love for you, brother. Aware. Looking forward to the future with you. Aware. Yeah, me too. Honestly, like, wow, this has been a really amazing day. This has been an amazing day for the price of fame. <laughs> Danny, thank you so much. Uh, I'm gonna release you now. You are probably extremely tired. Like we said in the beginning, you came just from work and you went straight into it, and you didn't know back and be like, ah, can I do this another time? You were a trooper and you 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 took it far. I mean, you took it nice and deep and you didn't hold back on anything. So I have so much respect for you for just being here tonight, just for that alone. And a lot of more respect for who you are and how you carry yourself and your views and how you see things and how you inspire us uh, and other people. There's just so much value that has been added to you tonight. And yeah, it's so sad that I have to let you go, but everything comes to an end. Ladies and gentlemen, please, Follow Mr. Danny Russ. He is amazing. He's a legend in the making. Watch his journey. Watch what he's doing there. Listen to his story and just put it together and you will see an amazing human being. So please follow him on all of his social platforms. That's on his Instagram, on Twitter, LinkedIn, everything. Let's Because we really, really, really need that support. And let's make the, tele, the, inter, the entertainment industry within South Africa best supported by local because local talent is liquor talent. Danny, That's good night, my good. brother. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Good night, my brother. Thank you. You too. Cheers. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy that as much as I did. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I'm happy. And, and this is the reason why we do the Price of Fame. And we're looking for more of these stories. And I promise you, we have some more exciting guests coming to you. So please stay tuned. And for those who have been following and have been sharing and have been commenting, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. You don't understand how much it really means, your support. Just even a like or a share and those emojis and all of that stuff. It means the world. So thank you so much for tuning in and always supporting and even the real conversations that i've been having with some of you guys about the show it's really inspired me michael shout out to you brother <laughs> so um yeah <clears throat> please support me on my social platforms as well on my facebook you can find me at lunga chuka the energizer funny that is lunga chuka the energizer funny and on instagram you can find me at lunga chuka that is at lunga chuka there's no underscores just keep it plain and simple on YouTube, please go and like and subscribe. Share this interview. My name is Lunga Chuka. I've been your host. Good night. Mm -hmm.